Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody, and greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Prophet Alan Brooks, Sr. Now, we're still dealing with the topic and the subject matter. It's been two days and you've done nothing. It's been two days and you've done nothing. And when we speak to that point, we're talking about the group of people that the Lord has chosen, mainly in this United States, in this U.S. of A, to be the forerunners, to speak to the known world at this time about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, we're dealing with the last days. We're dealing with the last days. Because uh, I guess you've forgotten about just basic Bible understanding about where you are just in the very beginning of our biblical life. These are things that we learned uh, very early when we, we when when we were born again or when we got saved or when the Lord saved us how can you understand if you're in the last days if you are a Bible believer if you believe in the word of God the word of God deals with covenants promises and these covenants and promises are all up under what is called a dispensation. A dispensation. A dispensation is a period of time in which the Lord is going to continue to manifest himself all the way up until he gets to kingdom, to the kingdom of God. And so in this moving forward in time, he's given us seven dispensations of time, seven periods of time. And each dispensation is like an unto a day in which each, each day is a thousand years. Now, there are seven dispensations. The first dispensation is called Innocence. Innocence. Now this is before Adam and Eve partook of the tree of the knowledge of knowing good and evil. Before they fell in their solical realm. And they, when they fell into that solical realm and fell out of that spiritual realm. This is where this dispensation and period of time has a set of promises which will make that, if they adhere to that and do what the Lord is speaking, they have covenant. They have, an, they have a contracted agreement, a binding agreement through the means of how God has chosen and desired to, to seal this covenant. 
so that they could receive the promise. So that they could receive the promise. Now, the first covenant, now the first dispensation is innocence. And so the first covenant will be Edenic because the innocent dispensation started in the garden, in the garden of Eden. And so the first covenant will be the Edenic. Once they fail, they fell into another place in a dispensation called conscience. Conscience. Now, this is after Adam and Eve fell, transgressed the law of God, broke the tithe, partook of the tithes, and then they were exposed or expelled from the Garden of Eden, not to partake of the tree, not to be able to partake of the tree of the of the tree of life, not to be able to partake of the tree of life. And so now, the second covenant will be <clears throat> Adamic, dealing with Adam in consciousness. Now he's in consciousness. He's in awareness. He's in a solical awareness, even though he's in a sinful state. He's in a fallen, damnable state. In conscious, in conscience, which is the second covenant, which is Adamic. Then, right after the Adamic, you have the third covenant which is Noahic, Noahic, dealing with the prophet Noah, dealing with the prophet Noah under that dispensation, it was called government, government. In the Noahic promise and covenant, here's where the Lord will allow mankind by having the knowledge to be whatever they would be and then connected with this spear and this earthly terra firma they can bring forth whatever they would by wisdom because God gave you the wisdom to be whatever you would be and so in this Noahic covenant and there's a set of promises and then those promises and then those there are conditions and some of the conditions are unconditional and some of the conditions are conditional so noah's going noah during this time they're going to build a system a system a earthly worldly governmental first time ever being seen on this level is going to be allowed to be erected. And so there, from there, you will see a continuation of governments, of governments being birthed 
out of this time of Noah and his experience with Jehovah God, Elohim. Moving from Noah, the Noahic covenant, in that dispensation of government, then we move to the Abrahamic, the Abrahamic, the covenant promise that he made with Abraham. Now you're going into his blessings and ability to bless a seed for an eternity. A lineage for an eternity. A group of people for an eternity. Abrahamic is the covenant. Abrahamic and there are promises in this covenant within the covenant. And this moves them into the Palestinian covenant because you're going to move from Abraham having Isaac and Isaac having Jacob and Jacob having the 12 tribes of Israel and Jacob becoming and God changing his name to Israel. Jacob is Israel. And then we move from the Palestinian dispensation of the Abrahamic covenant promises to the Mosaic. Mosaic. It is a time God is now dealing with Moses. Dealing with Moses, the Mosaic covenant and promise. Under this dispensation, it is called law. It is called law. Because you got to go back to in the garden and ask yourself, what is sin? What is sin? Sin is a transgression of the law. Sin is a transgression of the law. But in the garden, how can I transgress the law if I don't know it? So from Adam's fall into the solical realm, into the soulish realm, now their soul, their flesh, they're, they're falling in a damning state now. They have to, they're in a fallen state. And that in that fallen realm, their solical realm, their soul has become a law unto them. By their consciousness, their consciousness, they're going to decide, try to decide within their fallen nature. Now, they're going to try to decide. What is wrong? What is right? What is good? What is evil? What to say yes to and what to say no to. But that fallen sinful nature is stronger than the law that God will give to Moses, the Ten Commandments. Because they don't know what the law of God is. They don't know if they transgress in God's law. Because they've tried from coming out of the garden to become a law unto themselves. And so in this covenant and in this promise and dispensation of law, he's bringing them to a place in the Mosaic law under this time 
to an understanding of what the will of God is to an almighty God. How do you stay uh, lawful? How do you stay righteous? How do you stay justified? How do you stay just before a holy God if he does not give you the standard and the understanding of what he will accept and what he will not accept. That's his law. That's law. He started establishing that once he created Lucifer, the law of the kingdom of God. Don't ever think in your mind, in your consciousness, that you can usurp your authority over God's kingdom over God's will. And so that's where we see where Lucifer, this anointed cherub angel was cast out of heaven like lightning. And Jesus said, I saw it. Not only did I see it, I did it. I beheld Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Oh, Jesus. Now, you're going to move from the Mosaic covenant promises into the Davidic, the Davidic, the Davidic promises and covenant that he made to David, the son of Jesse, the son of Jesse. Jesus is the offspring of David, the son of Jesse. So kings and prophets and priests ran through his lineage and his bloodline. So he could legally in the lineage and the family of Joseph and Mary, Jesus Christ born into his own world could literally become legally lawfully in the earth pedigree by family. My, these people were in my family anyway. I could be one of them. The apple don't fall too far from the tree. So Christ became what his family already was. Priest, prophet, king. A priest, a prophet, and king. He could be. Which he became. Which he already was. Before he gave them the ability to be. It was just a reflection, just like y'all going to church and the tabernacle, the church. It's a reflection of what's already in heaven. You're trying to do what's reflecting from heaven. The glory of God, the power of God, the worship of angels, how holy it is there. We're trying to ref reflect what's reflecting out of heaven. We're trying to duplicate. Therefore, you have to become a partaker. Like Jesus became a partaker of, of us. Blood and flesh. He became a partaker. He took on flesh. And you, you saw he bleeds blood. And so now you're moving through time. Now you're at the divinic covenant promises 
which at this dispensation is the dispensation of grace, which is a dispensation of man. And within that time, the sixth dispensation and that seventh dispensation, which is, which is kingdom, you're going to have what is called a perdition. Which is going to be a perdition of the revised Roman Empire. Not the Roman Empire, a revise of that system. Even on a whole nother level. 2,020 years later. You have a revise. Spiritually invisible revised Roman Empire. Conducted and led by yours truly, the Antichrist, the son of perdition. That's why you can't see it. It's in perdition. So that's why they think it's an eighth day. It's not an eighth day. It's only seven days. And that eighth day is going into perdition between the sixth and the seventh day. It's in perdition. It's the day of the Antichrist. It's Japheth's time. But the Hamitic race and the Shemitic race, they, they have to definitely find out what is their place in the Lord and what is his calling for us today in these last days. So those are the dispensations, innocent, conscience, government, Palestinian law, grace, and millennium. Millennium which is kingdom, covenant. These seven covenants, Edenic, Adamic, Noahic, Abrahamic, Mosaic, Divinic, and kingdom. Now within each covenant promises, they have a condition and the condition could be unconditional which is the promise and they will do the covenant, make the covenant with them and then they'll receive the promise. It's unconditional. Then some of the promises are conditional. With each covenant, with each promises, with each promise, there is a time, a place, a result, and a judgment for each covenant. For each the Edemic, the Enoch covenant was has a time, a place, a result, and then a judgment. It was either conditional or unconditional. Like this. Adam. Adam. He's talking to Adam and Eve. Their names were Adam. Adam. You can partake of every tree in this garden. Meat for food, but the tree of the knowledge of knowing good and evil, don't partake of that tree. That's a, that's a covenant, that's a promise. Because if you do, here it comes, it's a condition. You shall surely die. That promise there has a condition. 
You may partake of all the trees in this garden, but that tree right there of the knowledge of knowing good and evil, don't partake of that. Because association begets assimilation. If he associated himself long enough with God, he was going to become more and more familiar with him, which he would have became more like a God and walk like a God and talk like a, and think like a God without talking. Because when he said, Adam, where art thou? He's not talking. It's intuition. It's in, intuitive. It was intuitive. It was all spirit. So within these covenants, they take place at a particular time. Each one has a particular result. And in that result, if they did what the covenant and the promise said, they will get the judgment. A covenant. Seven covenants. A covenant is an agreement between God and man for some specific divine will of God. A covenant is an agreement between God and man for some specific divine will of God. Now, we're going to go to Hebrews chapter number one and we're going to go to Revelations chapter number one to deal with with the last days the last days and it's been two days and you've done nothing it's been from the fifth day to the sixth day it took it took God it took God six days to make a man he made man on the sixth day after he drove them out of the garden, after they fell into the Adamic state, it's going to take God another six days to make a man. You know, like King Nebuchadnezzar built the image, this image of himself, of a man. He built the image of a man. Because he said he was the head of gold. He built an image because he said he was the head of gold. So the head was all gold. But this image, it wasn't just a giant image made of all gold. It had at least four different element, elements and materials in factored into it and built into it as they erected it and built it. This image of himself, King Nebuchadnezzar. Head of gold, the head was gold, chest was silver, all silver. The waist was brass, gold, silver, and bronze. Where you see those precious stones? In 1 Corinthians chapter number three, your works has the value of either gold, silver, and precious stone or wood, hand, stubble, because gold, silver, and precious stones can go through fire. 
Wood, hay, and stubble can't. And both of those are examples of your works here in the earth, in the body, in Christ, in these last days. But watch here as Luke speaks to us about the last days, which, which is the, the day of making a man is gone. That day is gone. The fifth day, a thousand years is gone. The sixth day, a thousand years is gone. Therefore, then you're going to have to ask yourself, at least, at least, at least Ham, what time are you now living in? Because there's no time left. Watch this, y'all. God who at sundry times, S-U-N-D-R-I-D-R-Y, sundry times, and in divers manners, now the sundry times, and divers manners, the only way you're going to find those words in their Hebraic form, you have to buy not a Strong's Concordance, not that. You have to dig and search and find a Strong's Dictionary, a Strong Hebraic Dictionary, not a Strong's Concordance, a Strong's Concordance gives you reference to all words that are in the Bible. They don't give you definition. They give you location of words that are in the Bible, a concordance. That's not what you're looking for. You're looking for a, a Greek and Hebrew Strong's Dictionary. Now, if you can search and find that and, and purchase it, then you just moved your whole spiritual level probably to dimensions. God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners, not diverse manners and different manners, like a diversified stock, this is in your Strong's Dictionary. Both of them have a little reference number 4181 for sundry times. And Divers Manners is 4187 in your Strong's Dictionary. In Divers Manners spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets. Have he in these last days today spoken to us by his son? God, his son, whom he have appointed heir of all things in the earth, by whom also he made the worlds or the earth. He made this earth, who being in the brightness of his glory, Jesus being in the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by his word and by his own power, when he had by himself, with his body, with his body, with him, with, with him,
by himself with his body purged our sins fire disintegrated purged our sins you can tell they're disintegrated and he remembers them no more because he sat down on the right hand of of the majesty on high being made so much better than the angels he have by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they you see this Hebrews chapter 1 verse 2 he hath in these last days spoken to us by his son all right you're not convinced now watch this we're going to go to revelations chapter number 1 Verse number one, and it speaks on this wise. It says the revelations, it says the revelation, excuse me, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angels unto his servant, John, who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and all of the things that he saw. Blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand for the time for the day is at hand y'all now watch how he jumped right up here to Asia minor where Paul had ministered and preached to all these churches and he had brought John Mark with him on these missionary journeys because he was profitable for the gospel. This is just John Mark that wrote the book of John, first and second, third John. <clears throat> and the revelation to John. The revelation to John. John to the seven churches are which are in Asia. They haven't made it the United States of America. This place here hasn't even been discovered. It's just green land. Look like a, just a big old giant massive piece of wealth just sitting there. Grace be unto you and peace from him 
which is and which was and which is to come and which is to come and from the seven spirits which are before his throne and from Jesus Christ wait 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 what else is from God from the seven spirits which are before God's throne from Jesus Christ who is the faithful witness and the first begotten from the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his blood and have made us kings and priests unto God and to his father to him be glory and dominion forever and ever amen behold he cometh talking about Jesus Christ the Lord with clouds and every eye shall see him and they also which pierced him and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him even so amen because he is the amen he is the amen and the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end he says i am the alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord. Jesus was talking. Jesus is talking. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. You see this? The Almighty. I, John, who also am your brother and a companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and in patience of Jesus Christ, was on the isle of that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, and what thou seest write in the book, and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, and unto Smyrna, and unto Pergamos, and unto Thyatira, and unto Sardis, and unto Philadelphia, and unto Laodicea. And I turned to see the voice that spake with me, and being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to his feet, and a girt about his pops, 
with a golden girdle. His head and his hair were like white, like wool, as white as snow. And his eyes were as a flame of fire. And his feet like unto fine brass, as if they had been burned in the furnace. And his voice as the voice of many waters. And he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword. And his continent was as a man shineth, and as the sun, the S-U-N, was as the sun shineth in his strength. And when I saw him, I fell at, at his feet as dead, and laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forever more amen and I have the keys of hell and of death write these things which thou seest and the things which are and the things which shall be hereafter the mystery of the seven stars which thou sawest in thy right hand and the seven golden candlesticks, seven stars are angels of the seven churches and the seven candlesticks which thou sawest are seven churches. The last days.